You're listening to Film School, broadcasting every Tuesday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time at KUCI 88.9 FM, Irvine, California, and on the web at KUCI.org slash Film School. I'm Nathan Callahan. And I'm Mike Kaspar. Michael Kong is a Korean-American filmmaker based in New York. His feature film directorial debut, The Motel, premiered at the Sundance Film Festival in January 2005 and is the recipient of the Humanitas Prize as well as the Best Narrative Feature from the San Francisco International Asian American Film Festival. The Motel will screen as part of UCI's Film and Video Center film series this Thursday, October 12th at 7 p.m., Michael Kang will appear in person at reception that begins at 6.30. Michael Kang, welcome to Film School. Hey, thanks for having me. Uh, how are you doing? Good. I'm really good. All right. What inspired you to make this film? Uh, it, well, it basically came from my own terrible puberty. Oh, and, really? Uh, and how awful it was <laughs> and all those emotional scars. And I just expounded on that, basically. I mean, it's about a kid who's uh, you know growing up in a dirty motel uh-huh. and... Um, and I just thought it was so ripe with uh, and and rich with all of those things that I, I'm completely obsessed with sex. <laughs> now, now, did you grow up in a dirty motel? I didn't. I, I kind of think of America as one big dirty motel. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Where did you grow up? Uh, Any- Providence, Rhode Island. Uh-huh. Any experiences like the ones in the film? Uh, I did do some research before <laughs> before <laughs> making the film. Uh, I had I, no. I I uh, I. I seen a couple of dirty motels along the along the way uh-huh. um but uh mostly mostly it was just from uh from hearing stories and stuff from people we've just been joined by gina kwan the producer of michael's film the motel hey gina hi, hi. <laughs> michael go ahead yeah um well originally it was a, a friend of mine's short story where he did he actually did grow up in a in a dirty motel and i i kind of asked him if it was okay to uh Use that as a premise because it was just so it was so full of stuff, and I and I I just went on from there and, and created all these characters in this mm-hmm. world where where um, you could just deal with all these different issues. Now, now did your your friends motel have the same uh, two and three hour visits? That yes, <laughs> it, it, it was a it was a family run business with uh, and they did do hourly rates. Uh-huh. I mean, it's actually the most lucrative way to to run a hotel. Yes, I can imagine. <laughs> yeah, I, we've heard as the well stories. We know, yeah. <laughs> as, as, as we we don't know personally, not that I would know about that kind right. of thing. But uh, now, now, Gina, you've uh, produced also is me, you, and everyone we know. Yes, I and, did. And you're uh, actually uh, did some television production too. I think uh, American High. You were involved in that, which was uh, an Emmy winner in two thousand and one. That's yes, that's that's right. What what brought you into uh, Michael's film? How did you uh, meet? Um, well, we we actually met through one of the other producers, Miguel Arteta, um, was an advisor at the Sundance Institute Film Labs, where you know Michael basically developed the the motel as you know in the screenwriting labs as well as the filmmaking labs. And Miguel just got really excited when he read the screenplay, and then also watching Mike on the set because you know you you shoot some of the scenes at this lab and. He just thought he had a really great way of running a set and, and of working with the actors. Um, and so he introduced me. And, you know, first he brought on Matthew Greenfield, one of the other producers. Um, and then they both approached me, and, and I just responded to the material right away. 
Now, has the, has the Sundance uh, Institute been? Uh, it's been a terrific breeding sure. ground for uh, for new filmmakers. Is is that how you got into the business? I actually, well, uh, I was lucky enough that just one of the first, one of the first feature I ever worked on was Star Maps. This is Miguel Arteta's his, his first film, uh-huh. and that got into the Sundance Film Festival. So I went to Sundance. You know, it, we had a great experience there. The film sold. So that kind of was my entree into Sundance, was more just going to the festival and experiencing that. Um, the Institute had, you know, had, had always sponsored these labs, and it's something I came to know later um, just by, by just being, I guess, here in L.A. and, and um, being an independent filmmaker. It's, I think, both creatively and on a business level, mm-hmm. an incredible place to sort of be able to launch you know, a, a, a personal film like this that is sort of a personal story that kind of focuses in on a unique voice and, and a, you know, a story that might not be told by mainstream Hollywood. Uh, Sundance Labs, the, you know, the institute is all about developing that kind of talent. So, right. um, so I think that, you know, yes, it's, it's an incredible place for me as a producer to meet all sorts of filmmakers um, and for a filmmaker to be able to both just like kind of nurture their, their project and, and not be told like, don't you know, be told to kind of say exactly what you want to say and make it the best project that it can be than what you want to do. Right. You know, so. right. Michael, how did you yeah. get involved with Sundance? What was your entree? It was, uh, that was actually through the labs. I had, um, I had a friend, Laura Colella, who had done the labs a few years before me, and she uh, read, read the script for the motel and, and said, hey, can I send this into Sundance? And, and I, I didn't even know what it was at the time. I, I, all I knew was the festival. I didn't know about the Institute. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and, and actually, it was probably better that way, because if I did know, like, if you look at the list of films that have come out of the Sundance Labs, basically they've shaped American independent cinema for the past 20 years. Yeah. Um, and I probably would have totally blown my interview <laughs> if I knew how, how important it was. Yeah. Uh, and, but, uh, so, so it got to them that way, and then... Uh, uh, I had uh, I I just I went there with totally open because I, I I had this script but I didn't know at that point I'd only been doing shorts I didn't really know how to go to the next level of getting somebody to drop a big bag of money on my head to make a, a feature film and uh, and that's where I met Miguel as Gina said and and uh, it was just it was a really great symbiotic relationship he he saw kind of how green I was and was like whatever we have to do to make this film, I, I really want to help you do this, and, and so he, he and it was the first time he had produced something outside of his own projects, and uh, and I just, I was just very fortunate to, to have that kind of uh, support. We're speaking so. with uh, Gina Kwan, the uh, producer of, and Michael Kong, the director of The right. Motel. I just want to, re- I just, I don't want to beat the Sundance thing to death here, but I, how do people who are interested in filmmaking, how do you get to Sundance? Uh, you mean the institute? Yeah, the, the institute. The labs. Yeah, the lab. Um, they, they they take open submissions uh, okay. every six months. Uh, you okay. can do it. Get get it through the Sundance dot org, okay. I think. Okay. Uh, and people send in scripts. I mean, uh, there was a really wide variety of people yeah. there at the same time as me, like Josh Marston, who did uh, uh, Maria Full of Grace, and yeah. uh, other people who had just done like he had already. He was about to shoot it and had gone to the labs just to do kind of a polish on the script before going off but then there were people like me who were totally green had no connections had no 
was was not anywhere near figuring out how to get the thing produced and just was a cold submission. Uh, so it you know it just anybody can really go. They're really open to trying to find those projects that that need the support. Right, that's great to hear. Now earlier on, you said this was an autobiographical film of sorts. How did you uh, meet the young actor who's essentially playing your role in it? And what was your reaction? Is is that you really, or is it somebody you'd like to be? Uh, I think he's the inner me. That's uh. kind of how I imagine myself. <laughs> he's great. Uh, to, I love his be. role. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, he was, it actually w- took a long time trying to find, we were actively searching for about six months, uh, trying to cast that role because I knew it couldn't be just a normal, uh, kid who goes into auditions like a show, showbiz kid, you know, we had seen all those and they were doing too many jazz hands and, and that kind of stuff. And I had to actually take, get a street team together and, and we were trolling the streets of Chinatown and going every, you know, after school program and, uh, you know, Sunday school or Boy Scout meeting, any place I thought there were a lot of Chinese boys. I mean, I was going up to kids in the playground and asking if they wanted to be in a movie. And it was just, uh, I mean, it was crazy. And, and he, we, we got, it, he, at the, about two weeks before we officially started pre-production, we had finally found Jeffrey. And, and it just it turned out to be so uh, such a great, a great uh, blessing. Where did you find him? He came through, the Columbia University has a Sunday Chinese school, like a language program uh-huh. that uh, the Chinese kids take. And uh, we had gotten in touch with the principal there, and she got really excited about the project oh. um, and called every parent and told all of their kids yeah, to yeah. come in for these auditions. And, and he was in that crop, that batch. That's wonderful. And your mother, uh, was she as stern as, as the mother in this movie? <laughs> no, it was, a, it was a big stretch for Jade Wu, who plays the mother in the uh-huh. movie. I mean, she she uh, she is a mother herself, and she was like uh, having uh, you know she had to really push to get into that that space. I mean, she does it really well, but she's a sweetheart in real life. Uh, Gina, Michael was speaking earlier about Sundance being the shaper of a lot of uh, great independent films, and there are two that we didn't mention that you've been a co-producer on, which is The Good Girl and Chuck and Buck. And I got to tell you, Chuck and Buck <laughs> stuck with me. And that was uh-huh. too. <laughs> well, we have one of those films that it was so unusual, mm-hmm. and uh, I, I imagine uh, that, ha- and I'm sure it's had an influence on other filmmakers. It just had that sort of feel, a real independent feel. Yeah, that project was really, um, you know, the script was so great, and I think that, you know, it's, I mean, in, in a way, I don't feel like, I mean, I feel like the motel. There's a there's there's some correlation between the yeah. two because yeah. it's basically, I mean, Chuck and Buck's about, a, I, I think, about a guy that basically can't grow up. He doesn't know how to grow right, up. And right. this is about, you know, a kid just right in that, stuck, stuck in the stage. I mean, to me, what I loved about the motel was I felt like it was so true to um, that, that particular age. I mean, the 13-year-old boy, you know, things, you know, things are happening. He's having feelings. He's, you know, he's kind of on the edge of, be going through puberty, and um, and oftentimes I think you know people don't want to sort of think of that happening at that age, but it does. I mean, yeah. that's very true to real life, you know. And yeah. to me, Chuck and Buck sort of is about well, almost stuck in that age, but he's actually twenty something, you yes, know. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. Now I want to I want to ask you, and it's probably a question you you have been asked quite often, but I, I it's it's something I think needs to be sort of talked about. There are very few films dealing with Asian characters in a Reg in a, in a more real life situation. I, I think can think of Charlotte sometimes as one of the few films that I've seen in the last few years, and this one is, has there been any reaction in that regard? The Asian American community has been really supportive of the film yeah. overall, and 
I think that they find it, you know, in in one sense, I think everybody realizes it's just a story and, and yeah. the universal themes of puberty and all that. Sure. But then there's also a few nods to the Asian American community that they that that are kind of not in jokes, but but things that they can relate to that that are unique and and in some ways like making the 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 boy Chinese and then the the character of Sam Kim who's played by Sung Kang coming in being Korean uh, Korean American mm-hmm. and the relationship that they build. In in that way, it made it more of an American film to me because that that kind of relationship could only exist in America, where yeah. whereas it wouldn't exist in Korea or China. And I think that 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 gets recognized a lot. Um, and and mostly, I think people find it refreshing because they're they're funny, but yeah. they're not the characters are funny, but they're not being made fun of. And I think that, I mean that's what uh, you know why I, I was so glad that Miguel had responded to because the same I had responded to Chuck and Buck in all his films with that same that. He, the way he approaches characters, I mean, they're just, they're so, such beautiful people, and even if they're flawed or, or, uh, or have <laughs> issues or whatever, you don't, you don't condescend to them, and that was exactly what I wanted to do with this film. Well, well before I get to Gina, I, I, it's great to see films in which the characters play out their, their particular roles in ways that, that are true to the character. Not They don't just respond to some kind of plot twist that's convenient. To me, that's what distinguishes an independent film. Gina, how, any comment yourself on, on the film and the reaction of the film so far? Or um, I think that ma- mainly, you know, both from the Asian American community and also just audiences, maybe going yeah. audiences, it's yeah. just really, um, it's been very touching because I think people really respond to, to the family dynamic and, and um, you know, I think it is a very universal story. I mean, it really, truly could have been kind of any family, you yeah. know, that, in it, that, you know, but yet I think the fact that it's an Asian-American family and, and the particularities of that, yeah. you know, feel very, like I said, tr- truthful. I mean, I think a lot of people can relate to it, Asian-American audiences, um, in, in those particularities, but also what they appreciate is that it's just, it's, it's a great story and great characters and um, a unique sort of, time of life that, you know, that everyone can relate to, um, and, um, and, you know, in general, we've gotten an incredible amount of support from the Asian American community, and, sure. and just really positive reactions from people when they, when they see the movie. I, I'd like to add also that you know, I, you know, Palm Pictures, who distributed the film, they when they saw it at Sundance, they they got it, they understood all the the universal appeal as well as as it they, doing exactly what you're saying, being true to those characters. Yeah. And, and I think a lot of distributors really that had that had seen it at Sundance had, had their comments were that they really liked the film, but they didn't know how to market it. And, and Palm Pictures was really up for that challenge, and they they, they you know it is unique in that way, and uh, and it could be pigeonholed as just an Asian-American film and kind of ignored, and I think that Palm was very intent on not letting that happen. Well, it's great. This, the film is The Motel. That's, we're speaking with the director and producer, Michael Kang, and Gina Kwan. I'm wondering, uh, Michael, you, again, another autobiographical question. Um, on the, the older man, who, or, or the, the older uh, fellow who leads you through the rights of manhood in the film, did you have, did you have a, a character like that in your life, or is this a wish? Actually, it was more of me answering the question of what I could teach to a to ah, a thirteen year old, which good. was absolutely nothing. <laughs> and so I created the character out of that. Uh, he's based very much on my lack of knowledge. Yeah, yeah. I, I think we'd all be faced with that same dilemma. I want to remind our listeners once again that the motel will screen as part of UCI's Film and Video Center film series this Thursday, October twelfth at seven p.m. Michael Kang 
will appear in person there. The reception begins at 6.30. Congratulations and good luck, and I hope you uh, continue to uh, to have a voice in American cinema. It's a terrific film. Check it out. It's called The Motel. Michael Kang, Gina Kwan, thank you for being on Film School. Thank you. Thank you. To learn more about Film School, listen to more interviews, or subscribe to our podcast visit our website at KUCI.org slash filmschool.